get out the blowtorch and your bankroll. We're going to burn it to the ground. DFS NFL Week 7, 2022. We're your low dough bros, and we're back at it one more again. Here we go. We're talking Sunday main slate. Find us on Twitter, Dumpster Sports. Uh, join our low dough bros, DK Leagues. Uh, you're going to pay the rate because we're nobodies, but... But they are low. You hear our bad takes. You can abuse us. We're talking $1, uh, $2 entries with like a $2 contest with like 10 entries tops. Maybe Miles18 will throw a $3 contest in there or something if he's feel, feeling, you know, really squirrely one day. So join us, dumpsterfiresports.com. We're on your favorite podcast uh, outlets. And uh, tell your friends, tell your mom right tell your mom we said hello all right my name is brady jk nkc did you catch that bag last weekend i wish i mean we we were positive we we made a little money but not enough of a bag we need a bigger bag what are we officially calling a bag i think it's got to be at the minimum 10k i mean i definitely was no near near a bag (laughs) i thought the bag just meant the little bag that they show on dk like on your little thing down there i don't know i brought home a ziploc Big Brandon. Brandon, so close. I'm going to call you Brandon the Caterpillar because he loves to play so many legs in his parlays. How close did you get to how big of a parlay this week? Say it. Uh, Say it. Okay, I was, I was so close. Yes. So <laughs> there it is. close. All right. It's going to happen one of these times, boys. And then we're going to go from our little, we're going to actually have to meet at our studio after I do that. Yes. Yeah, I can't wait for you to be down a grand and then you to hit a 53 leg parlay for a grand and be super pumped. Yeah, man. That's, you'd be super pumped too. Here's the thing my head says, quit with the parlays. But my heart loves them. I mean, don't think. Obviously, I'm on prize picks. It's the same damn thing, just without the ultimate upside. A couple things real quick before we get into the main slate. I want to mention, we did pump out a new episode. We're just doing a seven-minute episode for Thursday night. Showdown slate should be in your feed as well. So look for that. And two new segments. Um, The first one, uh, the first segment we have is we're now taking live phone calls. So we're going to go ahead and take a phone call and then get to our other new segment, then the new slate. So uh, let's go ahead. Uh, 1-800-LODO Bros is the number. This is Steve from Shawnee Mission. Steve? Uh, Hey, guys. Uh, I've been listening to your show and following Joe's takes, and I'm now homeless as I've lost my mortgage. Uh, Joe, I'm going to need your address so I can move in with you. Wow, Joe. Listen, I, dang, Joe. I, I think I think he got, he got the wrong Joe there because if he'd been listening to Joe, he'd be in like over there in uh, Iron Horse right now. I don't know Joe? who Steve is, but uh, he can he can stay away from me, please and thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, I also have no money, sir. So uh, okay, we'll find a box and live together. Now, now our uh, second new segment. This one is called I Told You So, where it's the Victory Lap 5000, where Brandon comes in with the three I Told You So's. Good calls from last week, just to prove that we actually make a few, even if it's on accident. We had three? Yep. Let's go. All right, number three was Big Brady with the Mike Jacecki take. Okay, listen. I'm not even sure that was a serious take. It wasn't. Was it? 
uh, I think it was, if you listen to the pod, Brady was kind of serious and it was like one of those where he's like, hey guys, look at this take. And everybody's like, no, get the hell out of here. And he's like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, but, it was a bad one. All right. But hey, it worked. It, I mean, we should have listened. We were too busy reading a book by its cover and said, Wait, that was. That was not a good take, yeah, was he it? Played well last week. Uh, he scored twice. He'd be hit good for his price tag. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I was gonna do it, and then you guys talked me out of it. It wouldn't really matter. Yeah, see, this is my segment. You guys get up and get the hell out of here with that crap. Okay. Number two, uh. Kenny, the skyscraper walker, Kenneth Walker by BDJ. Great play, GBDJ. What did he do? He had a good week. I mean, he was he was pretty chalky, but I'll, I'll take the victory. Out of here. And at number one. Yes, number one. Tom Brady is dust. <laughs> I said he was dust, and I got poo-pooed on, but I also went ahead and were like, hey, let's play the goat stack just as a hedge, you know? Yeah, that didn't, yeah. That didn't turn out well. And actually, actually BDJ had a uh, one that was a... I should combine it with Kenny Walker. He did say Fournette, and that was one another pretty darn good play again. Um, he got in the end zone at the end, so, I mean, that's BD, okay. BDJ coming through. I don't know about that Chris guy. I don't know if he's still homeless, but those are some good takes by BDJ. All right, let's uh, move on to week seven then. Let's get right to it. We're talking uh, single entry GPPs is definitely my angle. That's where I'm coming from. We'll see where uh, where you guys at because I know Brandon does one lineup. Joe says he's going to do one cash, one tournament, and then ends up doing seven lineups just like the rest of us. Yeah, it got out of hand last week. It was rough. <laughs> right, Joe? Well, see, until last week, I was being – pretty good about doing two lineups three at most and then last week we just kept talking and i just kept like oh that sounds kind of good oh that sounds kind of good and then now i'm eight lineups deep and losing all the money i wish i had the stones to do one or two lineups i just don't i don't have enough faith in myself that i'm ever making the right call so you make 27 wrong calls instead yes that makes sense i like it good call maybe i'll get lucky i don't know if you've heard but DraftKings is not luck. It is skill. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Total skill. Total skill. All right. Let's talk top stacks. Um, Brandon, you want to go with your top stack of the week? You already said it in the text chain. So I'll let you have the floor first. Depends on if one guy comes back. If Keenan Allen comes back, I'm uh, playing myself some little Herbie in the Chargers. I think this will be a good week for that. I think you're going to see people play Eckler again. And if Allen comes back, I think it takes away from Eckler. And you get a lot more passing potential. Uh, Eckler's still a good play, but Seahawks, they had a good game last week, but Arizona sucks. So I don't really – it's kind of a wash. But I think Seattle's defense still is going to give up tons of points. And that's a good spot to be in. I think a lot of people – I don't know. They may be a little chalky, but – I don't know if it will be just because they played so shitty last week on Monday night. So we'll see. And I got a, I got a couple other ones, but we'll let you guys take the floor. Okay, I'll go ahead and say the same team I said earlier. I'm going with uh, Cincinnati this week. Um, I think that Hayden Hurst seems to be playing pretty well. If you're looking for somebody unique, I think you can still get Mixon in there. I think there's some decent bringbacks um, on the Atlanta side as well. T. Higgins 
I don't know, man. He put up 28 in week four, zero in week five. And then in week six, he actually did have 10 targets, but only got 47 yards for 10 points. Um, He's questionable again and was limited in practice on Wednesday. Look, to me, it's easy if Tyler If T. Higgins is out, um, Tyler Boyd uh, is a good pivot. He put up 12 last week with Higgins putting up 10. And Jamar Chase put up 35. So you know they can put up a ton of points. A lot of ways to go with that stack. And like I said, Atlanta with the bring back. The problem with Atlanta is I believe they play fairly slow. Um, they got a couple cheap running backs that you can use. Drake London under 55. And we're still sitting around waiting on Kyle Pitts. Eventually he's going to hit. Um, he's had a 13 point game, a 10 point game. He's probably going to hit against Arizona. But as far as a bring back goes, that is not a bad one. So that's probably my stack of the week. Joe. I don't know if you guys know, but I'm always a week early. Uh <laughs> Sorry, I'm taking Brandon's thing. Uh, Not actually a week early because I'm just going with the same narrative that I went with last week, and I am going to stack against Detroit because they like to give it up and they can somehow keep up. So I think I'm going to go and run out a Dallas Cowboys stack with Dak Prescott coming back for his first week. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think I'm in on Dak. He's... He's a little expensive for coming back from his first week, but CD Lamb's been down for a few weeks, so he's a little cheaper than you would normally see him. Uh, I think you can still get Mike Gallup for pretty cheap, or you can stack with one of those running backs, but uh, I'll probably be going, or or the uh, tight end that I can't think of right now. You know, none of us mentioned Kansas City uh, playing San Francisco. Uh, current projections have Mahomes owned at under 4%. They have a 10% shot of being the top stack. And, I, you know, I have a new narrative. I have a new theory. And my new theory is I haven't done the data. I should do the data. Follow us on Twitter. I'll do the data. I have a theory that tight ends play better when they're on the field against a premier tight end. Oh, double tight right? end week. I feel like Uh-oh. tight ends play better on average when they're up against Travis Kelsey. I feel like quarterbacks play better when they're up against Patrick Mahomes than they do against Andy Dalton. Is anybody buying that? Uh, no. Oh, oh, I feel like you guys have a little something to chew on there. So uh, chew on that. I'll pull up the data. And maybe that's a horrible take. I'll let you know. Well, I, almost, or I, I almost wonder if, uh, like, playing that Kansas City stack's fine. But I just, I mean, last week, I, I mean, I'm not going to get into it because I had the perfect lineup. The very first one I sent was perfect. Like, literally, it was perfect. It had all the – I mean, we can go through it later in our – The optimal – Okay. No, I mean, no, I'm not the optimal you ran, but the optimal for like. No, no, no. I know. Like it would have been. Like two, I think it was like 225 and the winner of the single entry, $27 single entry, was like 189 I mean, mm. yeah, it was crazy. I was just like, wow. Thanks, BDJ, for letting me uh, talk myself off that one. Just you're making so many lineups. Just keep it. What do you mean? Yeah, why don't you just throw all these into $1 
like yeah. 20 entry max and then you have 100%. them all you should do that 100 100 okay okay so back 100. to back to my point uh yes what about a jimmy g stack and then bringing it back with two chiefs guys like you get him and yeah. him and Debo and Kittle. I'm with that. I'm with that. I guess we'll go quarterback. We're kind of all in the same place, but let's go ahead and um, let's talk quarterbacks. Joe, do you want to start? You got a good QB this week for us? So uh, other than my guy that I already told you guys about, I think I'm going to throw a little uh, Taylor Heineke in there. Mm-hmm. Price five, 5K. Um, after. Mm-hmm. He's uh he's down a couple of receivers right now, I believe, but uh the number one is still there and he likes to throw to the number one. So um catch me on that skinny stack. <laughs> I mean he will throw uh he will check down too, right? Yeah. Yeah, he to uh running back. Last year he did a lot of checking down and a lot of uh Terry McLaurin's down there somewhere. Let's chuck it. So Right. Um let me throw out Geno Smith. I don't know uh, what the dude is doing. Um, on some level, I feel like I feel bad because I'm probably one of the guys who was like, Geno Smith, good luck. But he put up – some of these numbers are insane, 34, 24, 22, and he's 5,600. Didn't play great against Arizona, but he's got a ton of weapons. Uh, he can run the ball. Let's see, six attempts against Arizona for uh, 48 yards. So not bad. You could stack him. Um, he's a guy that I don't I don't know how many I should have figured out how many rushing touchdowns he has, if any, but um, I think he's able to break loose there as well. The dude's got an arm on him, so uh, I like Geno Smith this week. Brandon, quarterback, oh, the week, please. My first one, I was with Joe on with Dak, and then I – Watch some pods and listen to some pods, and a lot of people are saying Dak. So I do think that that's a good play. I just don't know if if Mr. Moore is going to make play calls that are going to just be like, you know what, Dak's back with slinging around, or if they keep that you know run heavy base going. I don't know that one. I'll probably it'll probably bite me in the butt, but I, I'm kind of leaning. If I'm not going there, I'm going back to Herbert or Mahomes. Those are the two that I can trust the most. I mean, Herbert didn't even throw a touchdown. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. Okay. Play, All right. I know that was – Plus 100 to throw one touchdown. Yeah, I know. I know. Let me, let me throw out another one here real quick. Go ahead, please. What do you please. guys think Daniel Jones' price tag is this week? Really bad. <sighs> I'll bet it's 6100 5100 5100 It is $5,100. Oh. Mm. Wow. He's on a winning team. I mean, I know Saquon is obviously – like number one, two, and three option there. But Daniel Jones will take off every now and then. I mean. Yeah, he will. Mm. 5,100 for a starting quarterback that has been starting, has been rushing. Let's see. He's had six, 10, six, nine, and 10 rushing attempts. His minimum rushing attempts this year is six. Uh, I mean, he ran for 79 yards one game. Now he's coming off an ankle injury, right? So that's the concern. That's probably why he only ran for six yards in week six, partly because Baltimore's defense is good, but some of it has to be the ankle, right? I mean, sure. But like, I mean, $5,100 is just so cheap. Yeah. I mean, just something to think about. Yeah, I agree is the concern because he's not going to throw a ton. 
I mean, it's I mean, more it's, likely that Saquon's going to get. I, I mean, Saquon is obviously the number one option there, but in week two and three, uh, he threw for 34 and 37 attempts. So 27 each of the last two weeks. So, I mean, they're, they're letting him air it out, but he's just not throwing for a whole lot of touchdowns or getting in the end zone for a whole lot of touchdowns. But yeah, I, I mean, mean, at some point Saquon, that's going to change. Yes. No, that's true. He runs enough. If his ankle's healthy, he definitely has some rushing upside. Uh, let's talk running backs now. Let's uh, see. Again, this is more of island plays uh, than anything. Look, you want to talk about guys, I think, that are too cheap. Josh Jacobs going up against Houston. Um, he's he's 6,500. He's down there in the range with Damian Pierce, Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall. He's in that price range. And Josh Jacobs, I, I don't know if – I don't think anything's going to happen with Devontae Adams and him uh, shoving the dude. But Josh Jacobs the last two weeks, 33 and 37. He's the workhorse back. I really didn't think he was going to be. Uh, for so many reasons that I wrote about, but 28 rushing attempts, 21 rushing attempts. He had six and five targets over the last couple of weeks. He's had three total touchdowns. So as much as I hate to say a Raider because I'm a homer, um, I do like Josh Jacobs this week. I'm going to, as much as I like him, stay off Christian McCaffrey. Uh, if the trade rumors are true, I think you start to see a little less Christian McCaffrey. I think they still want to use him and feature him, but they definitely don't want him getting hurt if they are going to try to unload him. So I am staying away there and also staying away from the Green Bay guys. I mean, what, Lambo is a mess right now. Shit soup is what it looks like up there if DeAndre Swift is back. Part of that Detroit stack that I believe Joe was talking about, I'm a fan of because they are just all over the place and they put up uh, runs and points. Um, Brandon, running backs, please. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is a good one. Houston streaming any running back against them is probably a pretty good play since they're probably the worst, if not one of the worst, against the run. And, yeah, you're right. They, I, I just think he's going to be chalky but I don't think you should fade him this week. So I, I'm with you on that. Uh, one, to, he's getting – he's kind of getting thrown under the radar quite a bit. I like Derrick Henry a lot. Uh, he's getting quite a bit of receptions each week. And he's just quietly just doing his thing. It's not like spectacular, but it's – I mean, I'm just waiting for him to go off for like 40. He did hit 30 last week, but – He's been on kind of a tear, and they're starting to give it to him a lot more. So he usually, yeah. he usually does what he wants to against Indy. And then my last one, you mentioned to me last week in the pod about I said James Robinson might be a time to throw one just to get different. But I'm starting to wonder. They have three guys that they're kind of rotating a little bit, mainly ETN, Robinson, and then whoever the other guy was that scored. But ETN broke a couple long ones last week. So it wouldn't surprise me if he – at 5,400 against the Giants, gets a lot of, like, receptions type, you know, little check down, stuff like that. So I kind of like that. Plus, it'd go good against that uh, Daniel Jones stack there, BDJ. Right? Yep. Not a bad bring back. Joe, running backs, please. Listen, I'm not trying to victory lap this twice, but uh, Kent Walker is still pretty cheap. He's the uh, lead back there in Seattle. And uh, as good as the Chargers defense can be, 
Um, I think Pete Carroll just loves to feed that running back position regardless. So at 5,800, uh, I'm not afraid to go there. Um, and then, man, I mean, if I'm not stacking or even if I am stacking Dak, I might throw Zeke in that lineup uh, just because they're still trying to give reason for paying Zeke as much money as he's getting paid. He's, he's looked better this year to me than he did last year when he had his uh, injury, whatever it was. And anytime that they're like the one of the two, they're going to feed Zeke at least once or twice. So he could easily fall into the end zone again and get a cheapie. God, I don't know, man. I mean, it's pretty clear to me that what you're saying is true. They're just giving him the ball because they feel like they have to justify his paycheck because I think Tony Pollard looks better. He's Tony Pollard had 11 attempts last game. He had three targets. He's not getting, obviously, a ton of points off of that. But, I mean, if Zeke was good, he you could stack whatever Tony Pollard's points are on top of Zeke, and then he's worth every penny. But I don't know, man. Maybe. I mean, you're right. He could easily – he gets high-value touches, so why not? Um, What's going on in Denver? What are you guys doing with that Denver background? Nothing. Background, that uh, backfield in Denver. That's horrible. Stay away. I'm either going Melvin Gordon that they said that he didn't do anything wrong, or I'm probably going Latavius Murray more likely because he seems to be the guy that's in favor right now. But, I mean – who knows? Their coach is a moron and shouldn't have a job much longer to me. But what do I know? <laughs> I agree. I agree. Did I already do running backs? I can't remember. We literally just did them. Load up I know. Did I? Okay. I can't Yes, you remember. did. You went first, that's, I think. If that's not, how serious. Throw it in later. You'll be fine. Okay. Yes. I'll edit it in. Um, all right. Uh, go ahead. Brandon, wide receivers. I feel like. We've been going first, so you're up on the wide receivers. Nice. Yeah, I feel great. Uh, like I said, Keenan Allen, if he plays, I think somebody, that him and Mike Williams, they kind of had – Mike Williams had a dud week last week. This will probably be a good week for him. Uh, if you're going to do the Brandon Jacobs, I think this is the week you play Brandon Cooks. Um, I know he's 6K, but watch this be the week. He goes off for like two touchdowns against the Raiders. So, if you're going to do that – do that um past that you guys have said some other with the stacks have been pretty good uh if you're gonna go daniel jones uh stack i think you need to throw in darius slayton at 4400 um he's as deep he's as deep pass you know what about wandale robinson though i mean that's fine but i'm just saying for a gpp darius slayton's like the big game slayton type of like deep pass touchdown if he's gonna get one that is rare but uh, mm-hmm. he likes Slayton a lot. But, yeah, Robinson's fine, too. They're both cheap. So, if you're going to go that stack, pass that. Debo's fine. I don't have anybody that's, like, super standout this week. I want to throw in Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, he he gets a ton of targets. I'm pretty sure I said him last week as well. That should have been in the victory lap segment. That's fine. It wasn't. It was it's fine. I think you said he, I think you said Juju every week, so I don't think you get the victory <laughs> lap when okay. you're one for seven. That's fair. It took him a little while, but now I feel like there's a vibe going on between him and Patrick Mahomes. What he hasn't done is made some crazy after the catch play. Some I want to see these yak. 
increase, right? But uh, let me say Juju again in a game I think uh, should be should be a good one. Uh, let's see other wide receivers. You know, dude, I got to go with the Hard Knocks um, team and the Detroit Lions. Amon Ross, St. Brown. I have him all over the place in season long. So I like. I, I mean, dude, I just think he's going to continue to get better and better. I just hope the dude stays healthy because um, that'd be big. All right. Um, what about uh, C.D. Lamb as part of that stack? And Jacoby Myers, too, who's on the primetime slate, not even in the main slate. That's how <laughs> good he is. That I got, <laughs> Nailed it. That I, that I feel like I got to mention him. And, dude – um, Devonte Adams. As much as I don't like to say the guy's name, I mean he just gets targets like a madman, if you will. So I mean, if you're looking for a one-off or a mini stack, I don't hate going there as well. Um, Joe, wide receivers, drop some knowledge, please. I mean, you uh, stole my thunder with the CD Lamb call. That's cool. No biggie. Uh, well, it was part of your stack, so I'll give you that. Um, so if I'm not going with that game, uh, Chris Godwin still feels too cheap at 6300 At some point, he's going to have a big game and blow that price tag out of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, I, I this is <laughs> this is my Kyle Pitts of wide receivers, but I, at some point, DJ Moore has to score. I mean, now they don't have Robbie Anderson there. Right. He's the he's the clear number one. Like, he's the clear number one. Uh, we're thinking Christian McCaffrey probably not going to get his normal 30 touches this game if they're trying to trade him. Although they might be trying to trade DJ Moore, so you could all throw this – or you could throw this under the same uh, heading and DJ Moore might not get any touches. And then I look like an idiot again. But what's new? Obviously, I like DJ Moore. Uh, he's young. I think uh, I think he's going to pop at some point. Um, Week eighteen. I'm going to talk about uh, tight ends because I really do like the tight end position. Uh, David Njoku, I like him a lot. He's been playing well. Uh, if you're looking for, uh, maybe you're going double tight end. This is this right? is little, the week. I'm feeling it after you started this segment off. A little uh, tight end sandwich, if you will, with uh, money in the middle. Ooh, huh? I like Greg, it, Greg. Greg Dolstitch. You nailed it. Dolstitch. Oh, hey, wait, wait. I don't, I don't, uh, wait. I don't know how you say his name, <laughs> but he's going to get you paid. Uh, in Denver, one of what seems like five tight ends that catch passes over there. He's projected for 10. He's 2,500. Put him in the tight end spot, and then you put one of the big boys in there as well, Travis Kelsey, uh, Mark Andrews, if you want to go cheap. Hayden Hurst, I mentioned him once, I believe. I'm going to mention him again. Um, He is 3,500. So if you're looking for a cheap tight end daniel bellinger let me go back one Good more time Lord. to joe's <laughs> i know let me go back one more time to joe i just want to play tight ends can we add more tight end spots um bellinger for the giants he had five targets 
five catches and a touchdown last week for 14. Week before, he had 10. So it looks like he's becoming a bigger part of that offense. So when I play Joe's Daniel Jones stack, I'm going to play a little bit of Danny Bell's as well. Um, All right, Joe, I played all your plays. Go ahead and say Kyle Pitts, and we'll move on to Brandon. Yeah, I was was just – scrolling down the list of tight ends here and uh i think the only one that you didn't mention was kyle pitts so i i guess we'll say kyle pitts and move on all right brandon uh, tight end please for you guys okay we want to take a trip down narrative lane is that what it's going to oh, yes no. please <laughs> oh yeah it goes right along with joe's uh daniel jones stack the bring back for revenge the big evan ingram Oh, 33 hundo. So then you could do, now check this out, because I'm playing right now with my lineups, and I'm I'm convincing myself into a pure dumpster fire lineup. But That's pretty far for the course. You got Daniel Jones, Slayton, and then you got, uh, who is the other? You just do the skitty stack like that, then do Evan Ingram, then you can spend up everywhere else. How about about Mm. that? I'm sold. I don't know. Joe? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, no. I mean, it was your it was your stack, so you have to say it. Yeah, I mean, I like it. Are you gonna play it though? Are you gonna play it? How many how many lines do you want me to play? Last week I played seven lines, and you guys gave me crap. Until we hit big, <laughs> BDJ. Yes, play it till we hit big. All right, uh, because we're homers, we got to talk Chiefs. Let's talk Chiefs after the L. Can they bounce back? They're on the road in San Francisco, where it's going to be twenty degrees cooler outside. Uh, in San Francisco than it will be in Kansas City. Highs of 85 here on the weekend, 65 in San Francisco. Stuck at San Francisco. Right now, Niners, a two and a half point dog at home. The over under pretty high at 49 and a half. Joe, what's your call on the Chiefs? Taking the Chiefs and the over. Ah, Brandon. Hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm a homer. I love the Chiefs, but I think we're about to go through a rough patch. Give me the uh, Stop. Give me, wow. give me the uh, San Francisco points on this one. Wow. Yeah. All right. I, I think we're about to hit a little rough patch. I think I think we we need to figure a couple things out real quick. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting beat too, too deep on passes. I don't like it. So... I think, man, they figure it out. Uh, I think is didn't Andy Reid grow up out in that area? Yeah, I think so. Right, I think Andy Reid comes home, doesn't take two L's in a row. Neither does Patty Mahomes. I'll take the Chiefs, but I'm gonna take the under. I think this game is a little slower, and I, I don't know how are they against the spread. They they haven't been good for like years. How are they against the total? How are they against the total? I don't know. I don't either. We should uh, we should find that out. I don't know. I I don't see San Francisco beating us this week. I mean, we just had a bunch of rookies and young guys covering Steph Diggs, Gabe Davis, and and the crew in Buffalo and held them to a lot less points than most right. people were thinking. So I'm right. I'm not as worried about our defense as Brandon is. And Buffalo just wanted to win so bad, right? They still had that 13 seconds in their mouth. Hold on. I didn't I didn't say the Chiefs were going to lose. Oh. 
You said we we're going to go through a rough patch, and it's only a two and a half point spread. Yeah, and I said I'm taking the points with San Francisco. So um, you're taking the Chiefs on the money line. Uh, yeah, okay, 50, but I'm, I'm still taking. It's going to be a close game. I don't think this is going to be some. I just think the Chiefs got a lot to figure out, man. Until they get fully healthy, I just that's two weeks in a row that we've let just deep bombs happen. And I don't think that's a good sign. So that's just me. But there you go. It's another episode of your favorite Lodo Bros flapping their gums, making calls, and burning bankrolls. Find us on uh, Twitter, Dumpster Sports. Please, please, does Joe have to beg? I will beg. He will beg. Not this week, but he'll beg soon. Don't make him do it. Follow us on Twitter. Join our Dumpster Fire Sports DK League. Link in the show notes as well. Follow Brandon on Twitter. Ha! Just kidding. Thank you. He Thank you. Have a Twitter handle. What? What's your problem with Twitter? I got you guys. What do I need Twitter for? Eh. All right. Listen, I, I accept more followers. I have like seven. Uh, Brady Brady used to be big in the radio game, so he's got plenty. I have like I do. four. So I do not. I need followers. You do not. JKNKC. Find him on Twitch as well. Again, links in the show notes. And um, I don't know. Good job. Go find that other episode. The uh, uh, Seven Minutes in Heaven Showdown Slate. Did you like that one? Huh? Huh? Uh, did you like it, Joe? I can this stop now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening. Go catch you a bag. Good luck. No, no, bro.